As I slowly turn into a middle-aged sports fan with no free time, I often encounter two equally frustrating scenarios. I'm either watching sports and wondering who the hell these young kids are and where the fuck is Pete Sampras, or I'm reading an ESPN article about a -a once-in-a-lifetime Cinderella story or record-breaking win streak that I didn't even know was happening. I long for the times when I would wake up at 5 a.m. during the summer to watch the Tour de France, or spend 20 hours researching team defensive stats in order to fill out the perfect March Madness bracket. Those days when SportsCenter was required daily viewing, and you could recite the bio of your favorite team's middle reliever coming out of the pen with that nasty slider. For most of us, that fanaticism is no longer possible. You've got two jobs, a minivan full of kids, and rarely get the chance to watch sports with the same sense of interest and passion. Until now. We are here to emphasize the feel-good stories, unique statistical takes, and highlight the historical significance, making every event we cover must-watch TV for the listener. This is something to root for. Welcome to the Something to Root For podcast. I'm your co-host, Wade McDiffitt, and I'm joined here virtually uh, by my cousin, Mark McDiffitt. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Excited to get this started. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, for anyone out there listening, uh, this podcast, uh, you know, kind of came about uh, between um, you and me the last couple of weeks. Uh, you reached out to me with an idea and, you know, I was really excited about, you know, where you wanted to take it and just some of the uh, the topics you, you decided, you know, we should cover. And um, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about your idea and um, just kind of how you came up with it. Yeah, it's definitely developed quite a bit since uh, we started working on this, and I'm really excited what it's turned into. And really, the uh, the basic idea of this is to be a preview show for um, uh, various sports events, uh, different storylines that are happening, and just to you know give the listener a better idea, a little bit more insight into what's going on, and help them enjoy the event more. What really um, it really came about just by the fact that we uh, do not have the the time available to watch sports like we used to. And uh, I know a lot of us uh, cherish the days where we used to have ESPN on constantly and could uh, spend all day researching the different sports we're watching. And that's just no longer the case. So really, the goal of this is just to kind of bring out some of the exciting um, storylines, statistical takes, um, historical significance of the events and make it a uh, enjoyable event for the listener to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And when you brought this to me, you know, you, you, you kind of took the, uh, took on the, the idea of there's plenty of sports out there that don't get enough coverage um, and that are just as unique and just as exciting. Um, and what really excited me was the thought of tackling some of the sporting events that are huge and are covered by, you know, every sports media outlet 
and we kind of get a watered down version of the same thing from from every network you know we're there's there's going to be one you know emotional piece where they try and you know tug on the heartstrings there's going to be you know a couple statistical breakdowns um but really they're going to focus in on you know exactly what drives the 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 overall product which is usually going to be the the revenue so you know who, who's the most famous person why should we care about them and why should we follow them and what I like about your ideas and your approach is one, just getting to dive into some different subjects, some different sports and, you know, some events that I might not watch uh, in the first place, but really highlight where, you know, those big events uh, or where the where these events can really give you something to root for and really give you some some storylines that are very compelling. Um, so I know, you know, we talked about uh, you know, our being cousins, uh, first and foremost, that's how we uh, ended up on this uh, podcast together on this call. And a lot of our relationship, our, uh, you know, kind of banter and our just our relationship to sports in general can really uh, boil down to the fact that, um, you know, our dads are twin brothers. We grew up uh, right across the or right down the road from each other uh, until you uh, you guys got a little bit too rich for our blood and uh, moved uh, moved across town. Uh, but still uh, living with it, uh, you know, 15 minutes of each other for our entire childhood. Uh, we spent a lot of time together and a lot of Saturday and Sunday afternoons in one of our houses, uh, hanging out with our families, watching sports. Yep. Definitely have a, a lot of fond memories of uh, our dads watching Lakers and Dodgers and UCLA games together. And there's not many things in this world more entertaining than watching two six foot five bald men scream at a TV together. And so that's really uh, gave us the the passion for sports that we have today. Yeah, passion's one way to put it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, that, you know, some of my best memories. Uh, as a child come from, you know, hanging out at your house and, you know, there's a sporting event going on, but, you know, we were still young enough that we would kind of pop in and out of actually paying attention um, and then going and, you know, playing like other ridiculous games that, you know, at one point I know we kind of turned your guys's house into a, a, a mini golf course where we were, you know, you know, putting golf balls off the stairs and uh, things like that and tried to uh, do that all the way down to some of the the rare and unique, uh, you know, I guess you call them sports. I don't want to offend you. Um, like juggling and uh, yo-yos and all the different extreme uh, tricks that uh, you got into first and foremost and then always passed down to, uh, you know, your little brother and me. Yeah, you... As far as sports and hobbies and anything like that, if you know, if there's something where people are wanting, wondering what the hell is going on, odds are I'm interested in it and doing it and watching it and all that. So uh, it definitely, you know, part of this podcast has definitely been uh, my my love of unique sports that I think most people try to stay away from and turn the TV on and uh, kind of shy away from. But I think there's some still a lot of uh, exciting stuff there. <laughs> Yeah, well, I would say you're definitely the only person I've known in my entire life to um, take a unique and passion passionate interest in both juggling and um, riding a unicycle and even doing them both at the same time. 
Yeah, that was a little tricky. Definitely better at the uh, juggling than the unicycle. Yeah, uh, that leads me into kind of my first point is, you know, you mentioned the times you spent um, growing up and, you know, really, you know, being a fanatic, a true fanatic about all different types of sports, but especially getting into some unique ones. What what were the types of things that were really interesting to you um, growing up that you're, you know, kind of missing out on or just don't get to follow as much now? Well, I've always uh, always been a huge Olympics fanatic, and uh, I have fond memories of running home from school to make it home in time to watch the figure skating. I think that was, uh, I believe that was the 94 Olympics. Um, and, uh, you know, so many of those memories of watching the unique sports that most kids my age would not care about um, definitely was also one that would wake up at... Uh, 4 or 5 a.m. to watch the Tour de France each day and uh, remember the when the World Cup would be on. Uh, I, I would always love the sporting events that were in other places of the world and I could have an excuse to stay up all night to watch sports. And uh, to this day, that is a hobby of mine, but uh, I am not able to pull the all-nighter quite as much as I used to be able to. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you not only work a full-time job, uh, you uh, have a, a small child, uh, a, a one-year-old, um, living up in um, Montana. Uh, I'm sure there's all sorts of different variables that come into that, whether it's, uh, you know, different hours of daylight, uh, you know, in, incredible change in temperatures from uh, season to season. Uh, but those, and then, you know, like I said, also going to college on top of all that. So taking on a lot of stuff right now, why not add a, a podcast to the mix? Yeah, ap- absolutely. Um, and yeah, so uh, as you mentioned, I'm currently getting my master's degree in data analytics. And that's one of the things that uh, really excited about excited me about this project is um, the, you know, the statistical takes the different data out there and just kind of there's a lot of a lot of exciting information and fun facts that comes out of that and want to bring a lot of that to light. Absolutely, I would agree. And within this podcast, we do aim to use your, um, I would say, passion and love of data and statistics. Um, You say you regularly, you know, like to just dive into creating spreadsheets and charts and all sorts of statistical analysis uh, for what you call uh, fun. Um, So that's a normal thing to do, right? I mean, I you're you're I'm sure you're not alone. Uh, You're just alone on this podcast. Um, I, you know, tend to steer a little bit more towards the uh, I guess you would call them maybe, you know, dramatic storylines or, um, you know, different, you know, more more of your narrative. And, you know, for example, my biggest hobbies when I'm not, um, you know, listening to podcasts and watching sports um, pretty much revolve around uh, reading books and uh, playing golf. So 
my my backgrounds um you know while still probably not the most popular thing to do to you know i wasn't rushing home to to catch the 94 uh figure skating uh in the olympics um but you know in my current free time um i'm probably you know spending more time reading and playing golf than uh anything else with the exception of uh watching the dodgers uh outside of outside of my working working hours so our two kind of um, you know different takes and our, our two kind of personalities. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how they they mesh uh, with this project and really um, bring you know different different elements of being a fan and watching sports, uh, both on the the statistical side as well as you know finding those storylines and you know different elements of uh of games and sport and competition that maybe isn't being covered by you know some of the other uh big networks yeah absolutely and uh so i know one thing we wanted to talk about real quickly was the um sporting events that we have found intriguing but just do not understand um and so why don't you start that one off yeah yeah absolutely so I, you know, as mentioned, most of my time is spent watching, you know, golf and baseball, uh, spend a lot of time watching basketball too. Not as much as I used to in the, uh, kind of football and basketball, even though those are two of the most popular sports. Um, but something that I understand the rules to, but just don't really know the storylines to follow and just really don't have my own team is, uh, you know, European uh, football. So whether that's the the Premier League, the Champions League, uh, the German leagues, I am fascinated by watching those games and just how passionate uh, the fan bases are. And I, you know, love, love the game, totally understand the rules within the game. But when it comes to following the storylines, um, knowing what team is from where, how all the different leagues work with uh, with you know relegation um, and getting you know moved up a league, um, I, I just find that really fascinating, and that's something that I just don't know a whole lot about. But would love to you know time to take a, a deeper dive and maybe even pick my own team since I don't necessarily have a, a home team in the uh, the world of European football. Yeah, it turns out there's a few to choose from, so you you should be able to do that pretty easily. Yeah, how about you? Yeah, for me, um, I there's not not too many sports that I do not understand, but one that definitely sticks out is cricket. I have watched a decent amount of cricket. I have read up on the rules. I have no idea what the hell's going on, and I don't know if that will ever change. But uh, I think that is just one that uh, just for some reason. Just quite can't quite grasp it. Oh, it's going to change when our um, 2022 episode on cricket comes out uh, revolved around whatever the biggest championship they have. Look out for that one coming down the pipeline. But quite a teaser there. I know. I know. In a more uh, realistic and more um, more more updated timeline of events. Um, after this introduction, um, our first full-length episode uh, will be coming out in a couple weeks uh, where we uh, highlight the U.S. Open, um, which will be held um, at Torrey Pines. 
Um, the second time the U.S. Open's been held there, uh, last uh, last time in 2008, very exciting uh, tournament, and really looking forward to diving into that event, not just from the standpoint of this year, this golf course, but really just the, the kind of history of the U.S. Open as a whole being our you know United States Championship uh, on the PGA Tour. Yeah, a lot, a lot of great storylines there, and obviously everyone's going to have their eye on uh, Mickelson going for the career slam there, and who knows, it could happen. Yeah, that would be crazy. Um, and then after that, I know uh, we, you know, we talked about your love of the Olympics. We have a, an Olympic episode uh, in the planning phases. Um, we've got a little bit more time till that one's going to come out. Um, but what are a couple storylines you're looking to follow uh, for the Olympics? Yeah, there's a lot of new events, new sports um, coming to the Olympics this year. That some really intriguing ones: uh, rock climbing surfing, skateboarding, uh, those ones all very interesting and uh, not exactly what you would expect from the Olympics. Um, also three by three basketball, which unfortunately the U S men's team did not make it. The women's team did, but, uh, it's a quite an exciting sport to watch. So we'll definitely be talking about that as well as, um, one passion of mine has always been, uh, countries going for their first medal or first gold medal. And I think there's a lot of intriguing ones there, a lot of possibilities for some first medals for some countries. So we'll definitely be discussing that aspect too. Absolutely. I find that one most interesting. I did not know about some of those sports you talked about, like, uh, surfing and rock climbing. Uh, so that's definitely going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, some of those countries that, um, they take basically their best athlete, uh, in the entire country and, you know, figure out where they can get that athlete, um, potentially on the podium, maybe get their first medal, maybe get their first gold medal. That is something that I feel like is going to really draw me into one, you know, really just researching that country a little bit and finding like, you know, what are sports like in that country? Is it, you know, uh, something that's widely popular? Is it something that's, you know, more, you know, just leisure or just, you know, maybe they just aren't very popular at all. So uh, really excited to, to tackle that. And then um, last but not least on the schedule we have uh, coming up in September, uh, the Solheim Cup. So um, this is on the, uh, the women's uh, golf circuit. It's their big uh, team event, uh, Team USA versus Europe. And that is just an interesting one from the standpoint of all year long golf is a solitary sport. It's you and your golf ball. It's you and your caddy playing against the course, playing against the field. Um, but, you know, similar to the Ryder Cup on the men's side, you know, once a year uh, or this for the Solheim Cup once every other year, uh, you team up with your uh, your fellow uh, country women and uh, try and take down the other side. It's a great event that has um, all sorts of compelling uh, formats and storylines, both from the the uh, the pairings, the the team formats, as well as the uh, singles matches. So that's a that's a really exciting one, and just one that I'm uh, want to be an advocate for and really highlight and bring as many um, eyes and ears to the uh, women's golf game as we can. Yeah, really excited about that one as well, and. Then for the rest of the year after that, I think we're just kind of keeping our eyes and ears open for 
compelling events and storylines, whatever might arise. Um, so I've definitely, you know, I know we've talked about a whole slew of events that we're looking to cover in the future, and I'm really excited about a lot of those. So uh, we'll uh, keep some of those under wraps for now, but uh, a lot to look forward to. Yeah, and if you have any ideas, any uh, sporting events you want us to cover, or uh, just want to continue um, following us and hearing more about this information, uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter at something to root for. Uh, you can reach out to us there and uh, we look forward to uh, bringing you some fun content.